Welcome to the Let's Think About That podcast where we don't just react. We'll break it down and think about it. We're going to talk news, the law, sports, whatever we're thinking about. We're your host, Ed Yeager and Lee Allen. Lee, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well tonight, Ed, and I hope you are. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. It was a good week until the internet started getting screwy on me tonight. So if, if people... If listeners here to the end of this show will know that at least it held out for a short period of time. <laughs> so it's been a big week with the election results in Virginia and uh, New Jersey, as well as some other smaller races around the country. I'd like to, like to hear what your thoughts are about that. I am, uh, I guess, to start out, just so there's uh, no bones about it, I'm very pleased, uh, particularly with, with Virginia. I think that uh, for whatever reason or reasons, the people in those states and, and others as well, I, I surmise, um, have uh, have grown weary of this uh, huge government, if not socialistic, uh, move towards socialism uh, for, uh, within our country and and in our in various states. And I think I think it was the education piece of this that drove. The Virginia election, uh, at least that's what the commentators are saying. And they're also saying that, you know, when when things were locked down during the pandemic and parents were home with their children who were going to school online, they they learned, you know, what the parents, I mean, what the students were being taught. And they, they've collectively s- s- sort of put their foot down. And, and I think, uh, you know, there's going to be an effort uh, in other places to accomplish similar results, uh, I think uh, I, I'm I'm not surprised at the mainstream uh, media and their reaction to things. Uh, I was disappointed that the USA Today, in covering um, some uh, of the uh, gains by minority and female candidates in various races, failed to mention the lieutenant governor-elect in Virginia, a black That's female, right. and the gov- uh, attorney general-elect in Virginia, uh, a Hispanic, um, her- uh, a, man, a gentleman of his- Hispanic heritage. I believe he's Cuban, a Cuban, uh, Cuban yeah. family, as I recall. Yeah, um, failed to mention them at all. Um, Both of which are Republicans, which is probably right. why they weren't mentioned that's, by the USA. exactly today. why. Didn't, didn't meet their, their message. That's right. Um, very impressed with this lady in Virginia. Uh, she came to this country from Jamaica, joined the Marine Corps at age 17 before she was a U.S. citizen, had a career in the Marine Corps, met her husband, also a career Marine, um, went to college, got a master's degree, uh, has done a number of, of, uh, of things uh, from a professional perspective and uh, is a very, very uh, impressive uh, individual both uh, from a resume standpoint and also in in the in the way she sort of confronts in her speech the the things that that you and I and, and others would say are problems from particularly from the media uh, you know she's uh, in a very polite uh, courteous way called out Joy Reid uh, yesterday I guess it was um, for talking about her. Uh, criticizing her, but but not having the courage to, um, you know, talk to her face to face and and ask her on her show, um, and she was um, just really a pillar of strength. I thought in 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 the way she 
addressed that. She she met it head on and said, you know, I'd love to come on your show if you have me and we can talk about this and we'd have a good discussion. And of course, you know, in my opinion, Joy Reid won't do anything of the sort because she knows no. um, she'd get schooled by by this lady. And uh, so so I, I, I was very pleased. Um, the, the Dura fella in New Jersey is just mind-blowing, $183 in his primary and $5,000 in the general. Wow. This is the guy who's never served in elected office before. He's a truck driver or something, and he threw his hat into the ring against the president of the the Senate or the House there. President of the Senate. Who's a longtime Democrat politician. 30 years. Yeah, and he took it to him. And, and apparently this guy was thinking about running for governor, and it sounds like, you know, he sort of underestimated Mr. Durr. And, and Durr has made, I mean, he, 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 he's, he's great on television. Uh, you know, he, he said, I listen to the people and the people listen to me. Um, and he, uh, you know, wow. He said, I don't know what I don't know. So what I've got to do between now and, and, uh, taking the oath is, is, you know, sort of figure out, What's going on, and, and how to accomplish the things that I want to accomplish? And yeah, I mean, he's like he's like your every man, yeah, I mean, just the average guy who worked hard, and he's got this office now. Right, he's had enough, and he he he's a great. I mean, he, he just he comes across as genuine, um, really really uh, focused on the problems of everyday Americans, you know, sort of normal people and not the elites. Um, and, and so, you know, I really, I'm just, just overjoyed, um, with that. I think that what you just said, when you said he's had enough, mm-hmm. I think that's almost the theme of this election. Oh, ah, yes. I think that w- from Virginia to, to New Jersey, to Long Island, where new DAs were elected, I think there are a lot of people out there who've just had enough with this yeah. crap. Seattle. Where they've got a Republican district attorney for the first time in however many decades, people have had enough. And I, I noticed on the news tonight that that imbecile, that's the mayor of Portland, uh, was now sort of backpedaling on uh, defunding the police. Uh, interestingly enough, Ilan Omar and the rest of the Democrat lunatics in the hierarchy, anyway, in D.C., are doubling and tripling down on on their socialistic uh, journey. Um, and I think that is just going to make 2022 an even bigger, uh, you know, butt whipping for the for the liberal Democrats. Yeah, um, I mean, if they want to if they want to go with this attitude that, hey, we haven't done enough, we haven't gone crazy left as far enough. I just say go with that. That's that's really working out well for you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that that's that's every Republican's dream. And, and you uh, can't discount just how unpopular Biden is across the board on basically every topic. Now, uh-huh. when uh, Terry McAuliffe said he's pulling me down, he was speaking the truth there. Yeah. And then now, McAuliffe shot him. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Then, well, so I said, then he had Biden he, he come yeah. uh, campaign with him. And now, he shot himself in the foot when he started the whole education. Well, he uh, did. Debate. And, and you know, he 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 sort of. Took the bait to to make that and you know to to respond to Yunkin uh, with regard to that uh, he 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 basically lied and said that critical race theory was not being taught in the Virginia schools uh, the news media really didn't call him on that uh, and and then he invited Biden and Harris uh, to come uh, campaign with him after saying that Biden was 
was a, a, a problem, was dragging him down, as you said. Uh, and then, you know, I think it was Monday. If it wasn't Monday, it was probably the weekend before uh, the, the last weekend. He had the, the head of the teachers union, that Randy Weingarten yeah. woman, come and test, uh, not testify, but campaign for him. You know, which is it's just like throwing red meat to uh, the 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 sort of base of the Republican Party that, as you said, has had enough, and and were driven by the notion of what's being taught in America, which is. You know, we should be divided by race and and worse, and that uh, America is evil and the source of of most, if not all, of the wrongs in the world. And and then he had this idiot Weingarten come and testify, and she lied about the shutdown, said it was bad, and she wasn't for it. And of course, she was right up there in the uh, the front row of the choir, even as late as uh, you know this past. August and September, when school was getting ready to start, talking about how she didn't think school should start because of COVID, and she wanted it to remain shut down. I mean, it's just it's amazing. I think to me. it was that same speech where McAuliffe had um, had her there. I think that's the same speech where he started talking about the talking about the race of teachers and basically how there were too many white teachers and they needed to get rid of them. And all of that, whether you want to talk curriculum or, or anything else, when you start touching on kids' education, those suburban uh, parents, particularly mothers, yeah, I was going to say, especially suburban mothers, they're not happy about no, it. No, no. And, and like you say, they've been watching kids be educated or miseducated for the last year during during COVID, and they're seeing what's going on, and there's a lot of unhappiness. That was a major issue, and it's beyond economics. It's a major social and cultural issue which affected Virginia, which is going to affect a lot of other races. You're exactly right. And, you know, uh, McAuliffe, uh, on, uh, it was late last week or, or over the weekend, he, he, he was on uh, television uh, talking about uh, how he and his wife, he was talking about the public schools in, in Virginia, and he talked about how his wife had raised five children there, and he implied, but he didn't say, that his children had gone to the Virginia public schools. Well, of course, it comes out they didn't. You know, they went to private schools, just like all the other elites, including the Clintons and the Obamas. Uh, and, you know, f- f- now with the Internet and and uh, podcasts and, and things like that, you're not as... Uh, restricted to the mainstream media and what they report and don't report. And I think word got out and it just fed into this whole being fed up uh, with this hypocrisy uh, and falsehoods and anti-Americanism. And Terry McAuliffe is, um, you know, he really should be ashamed. It went from Biden plus 10 to Youngkin plus two. Is that right? Do I have the numbers right? No, I, I believe Yunkin won by more than two. Okay. But I don't have it in front of me, but you're, you're right. It was Biden plus 10 a year ago. Yeah. To, uh, to Yunkin. And, and quite frankly, uh, with all the polling that you saw, McAuliffe was still in the lead a few months ago. A few and weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, uh, you had the story come out of Loudoun County, which really exposed some of the craziness on the left in the schools. And then you had McAuliffe say he didn't want parents telling schools what to teach. And after that, he just started spiraling downward. Right. And uh, then the attorney general's testimony last week didn't help him either. Uh, you know, the whole 
rigmarole about uh, the FBI and then the Republican well, talking was the, point was the National School Board Association yeah. sent the letter in apparently after colluding with the White House. They send this letter to the Justice Department, specifically the AG issues a memo which refers to parents attending school board meetings as domestic terrorists. So there's a lot of energy uh, around the education issue, as there should be. Right. And uh, with with Pelosi and company doubling, tripling down, that's going to continue to snowball. Been an interesting week. We can say Very. that. Hi, everyone. This is Ed. As I'm sure you heard, when we started recording, I expressed frustrations with my Internet service. It was at this point in our recording that the Internet went out and would not come back. Fortunately, we got our thoughts on the election recorded first. We'll be back next week with more content. In the meantime, thank you for listening and for your support. Mm-hmm.